Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Guys, you know what we're talking about today? Guys, do you, do you know? Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm holding. They don't want to say. They What? They don't want to say. I can't hear what they're saying. Guys, are, talking about anxiety today. Are you saying that you just asked a hypothetical question to, or not a hypothetical, a rhetorical question to a bunch of people who have no means of responding to us right now, well, and I, then you claim they didn't want to respond? I hope uh, when this episode gets released, mm-hmm. uh, I hear screaming from at least one person <laughs> uh, in the Los Angeles area <laughs> responding to me. Uh, but today, guys, we're talking about anxiety. We're talking about anxiety, depression. We're talking about the amazing platformer Celeste, and if you haven't played it, what, what, you, what, are you, doing? Doing? what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you working? You got a job? You got a kid? Yeah. That, that's, that's important. And, and if yeah. you have played it, what are you doing? What are you doing? You guys, you got a job. You, you got, got a job. Kids. You got kids. You got what are you playing games for? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you, doing? you can't win. You, you can't, can't win. win it's like this. We're out this is to the world. Get you. And that's what anxiety feels like. <laughs> I brought it full circle. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. Let's just jump right in, Keith. This is Celeste. This is New Player Has Joined. Everybody bounce, bounce, <laughs> everybody bounce, everybody bounce. This is a fun intro you've concocted. How is everybody? <laughs> Jesse, how are you? Fine. That's fine. I'm fine. How are you doing today? Good. We're doing um we're doing good thoughts right now because this episode's filled with anxiety. That's oh, yep. That's true. We haven't gotten there yet. We we gotta we gotta you, lead in, right? You and I are wearing the same underpants and the same shorts. I want to. I want to specify this. Can you just tell everybody that I'm not lying? He's Can, not lying. Okay, thank you. <laughs> he's not, he's not lying. I want to specify that what he means is we uh, we're both wearing the Mac Weldon underwear that we got. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. And I am inside Jesse's shorts and underwear. And we are both... wearing the same shorts oh, and same God. underwear. It's not true. weird. We're on oh, side to side. I hate this. We're not butt to butt. <laughs> genitals to genitals. Uh, how is everybody? I already asked you guys. Um, how are you? Doing fine. Yeah. Doing fine. Everything's going fine. Everything's going well. We were just Everything's watching going some well. diners drive-ins and dives. With, uh, the, with the legendary Guy Fieri. Uh, it's the perfect reality show, right? Because you're not supposed to take them seriously, yeah. and you're supposed to make fun of them, but you also want something redeeming from it, right? Yeah, it's the, uh, this, is, this happens with reality shows every time I watch anyone that's like... Uh, Serious that, about it? Well, that, that, that claims to be talent-based. Yeah. Like... I when Last Comic Standing first came out, I was so excited. I was like, I'm gonna get to watch so much stand up. Yeah. And there's about thirty seconds of stand up in an hour long episode. Just drama yeah. or something and I was like, like that. Yeah, just over overly choreographed drama. And I was like, I fucking hate this. And then this producer's trying to make who's gonna be the popular one yeah. and all that sort of shit. But Diners Drivings and Dives is just guy it's theory. So good. It's just him doing it's, his thing. He if he's not cooking, he's great. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> eat food, tell people it's great. He doesn't talk shit about anything. No. I haven't seen him put one sandwich down and go, oof, not a good one. It seems like there should be one. There isn't. It's There's not a not single ha- sandwich? He's not happy about it. Okay. Because I've told, we've talked about we've, it. You can Keith, tell when he really likes something. Keith really knows Guy Fieri's taste when, and when he's he putting it on a bit. will move away from the camera if he likes it a lot. He will really? go, He'll back away yeah. from it and be like, I got to get out of here because I'm going to eat everything. Yeah. Like, I got to get out of here because this sandwich is double if homicide he, good. But if he doesn't like it, he just repeats everything you said to him while yeah. making it. He goes, 
Yeah, you can taste the hickory and yeah. the sugar and like just repeats it. He doesn't need to be creative about it. He just needs to say the yeah, words. You can really taste You're all like, the ingredients you told me. You were told in me there. about earlier while we sat here for an hour and made those exact <laughs> ingredients. Um, but it's fine. What's funny is that you find out that most foods all have the same ingredients. Yeah, it's they, all the same really spices, do. except one has just more paprika yeah. or more coriander. Yeah, or something and we cook like this one longer and at a lower temperature. It's great. It's like put garlic and thyme on anything and you'll be fine. Keith, yeah. what are you playing right now? Don't do this to me. What are you playing Don't right now, You Keith? watched me play Overwatch for real for the first time. I did. For the first time. I watched like, you play you Overwatch. You got why I was like, this game's fun and you crazy. You went on a seven-person kill streak as a healer. As a healer, yeah. That was crazy I was as Moira, and I was just like, watch this. You went to town. <laughs> On competitive. And before that, I was McCree, where I was like, oh, I'm bad with this character. Yeah. And I was like, wipe out, wipe out, wipe competitive, out. Competitive, <laughs> not like, not the normal Overwatch. You were in the competitive league. Yeah. And crushing as a healer. Yeah. I've never seen that. So that's why when people are like, what are you playing? I'm like, I don't want to. There's no story. I started no. playing Bastion with you last night. Right. That's cool. But I was like, yeah, Overwatch is kind of like. You saw, I was like, oh, I like the competitive edge, too. It's like a sport, that sort of thing. We've been getting a lot of, uh, of deeper understanding of each other's gaming over the last uh, week or so. For example, I asked to play a 2K game as your character. Yes. And in that game, I scored about 30 points, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit lower. And then you were like, here's how I do it. And then you scored 63 points <laughs> in a playoff game. I broke the record you for broke single, the play- you single broke- points in a game in a playoff you game. You broke Michael Jordan's record in your first ever playoff game. Just yeah. on like a whim. Yeah. Like you were bored, so you were I just draining I didn't threes. lower the difficulty or anything, which uh, means I should just raise the difficulty, right? Do you even have a control over the difficulty in that game? Yeah. I okay. assume. It's on pro or whatever yeah. regular is. But yeah, you just ran. Uh, and the guy you made... Looks like uh, he he looks like an anemic Santa Claus. Yeah, he uh, he's not doing well. No, he really looks terrible. Um, but he's sponsored by Nike, so there you go. He also, like you said, he has the word "fuck" written across his knuckles and tattoos. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. I gotta put this on his other hand. Fuck this. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What are you playing right now? Uh, I also went back. So I was playing 2K, and after seeing your guy, I was like, man. I think the problem is just that I picked a dude who's 5'7". <laughs> oh, now you realize that that's an issue? <laughs> so I went back, and I, I started right from the from the get-go, and I started as a new uh, new player. Are you and slow and, like... He's, like, 6'11". Yeah. Uh, get, ask me what his, what his first name is. What's his first name? Pasta. Okay. Ask me what his last name is. Sauce? Also Pasta. <laughs> Which means, Keith, that his full name is... Pasta Pasta. Nope. Pasta also pasta. <laughs> His last name is also hyphen pasta. What do they call him? Uh, uh, P squared. <laughs> do they? No. They call but him what's AI. What's the name? They call him. Oh, but isn't there the actual like the announcer in the game though? Because they go Smith for three for me. Well, yeah, because Smith is a common name. But you did. But you did. What did you do? Med- Medvedenko. Oh, Medvedenko. Medvedenko. In the first one. So yeah, just the five seven black kid who they'd be like Medvedenko and be like, no, that's not a Croatian <laughs> name. But no, yeah, they're not gonna call this dude anything but AI. But uh, which is a shame because. Also, pasta is a hilarious thing for an announcer I, to I say. It, also, yeah. pasta is heating up. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great thing to pasta, hear. Pasta, also pasta, uh, is going to get rookie of the year. Yeah, so I started playing, and I 
I'm just bad at the game. I'm just worse at the game no well, matter what I, I do. I never try to go in because I'm terrible with moves or whatever. Yeah. It's like that's why I'm always going for threes and things like that. But I can't get open nearly as much as you do on the threes. I think it's just because I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm weaving in and out of people. Yeah. You also turbo boost a, a lot. lot. I never like, you see me, I never turbo yeah. boosted like ever unless I was playing defense. And then I tried doing that without bur- without boosting and I'm stick. Listen, I'm just <laughs> bad. I'm bad at the game. I'm all around not good at it. So I'm probably never going to play ever again as pa- as Pasta Alto Pasta, which is a shame. So if anybody wants that name, please by all means take that silly I'm ass gonna name. T- I'm going to take it. Jesse, what game are we talking about today? Well, Keith, before we do that, we yeah. should say, "Hey, everybody, welcome to New Players." Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, come on! What? You edit me out, and you put yourself <laughs> in. Hey, everybody! This is New Players. Joined a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. Today, who do we have with us, Keith? Who? No one. That's it. It's no one. That's fine. It's me and you. That's fine. That's fine. It's me. I'm not angry about it. (laughs) Are you guys angry about it? I'm not angry about it. Keith, we got a game that I am so fucking pumped to talk about. This is one of my favorite games of the last five years. Uh, I think everybody should play it. Keith, what game are we talking about today? I asked you. How (laughs) dare you bring this back to me? Uh, The game we're talking about today is Celeste. Yes. I hope you're playing the music right now. Everybody be quiet. Listen. How good. This is Madeline's theme from Celeste. This is one of Jesse's favorite games of all time. Music yeah. included. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, and we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, this is some light motif going on. This is, uh, Celeste is a, an incredibly difficult, incredibly bright, fun, animated uh, platformer where it's, it's like, uh, what if Super Meat Boy had a point to make? Kind of a thing. It didn't. Super Meat Boy? Yeah. No, it didn't. Okay. But what if it did? It didn't. Because okay, Can I, I'm not I don't know where you're taking me on this. I don't understand. Uh no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh you'll die hundreds and hundreds of times in this game. And it's like you'll if you in the bonus levels, you'll die hundreds and hundreds of times in one single level. Yeah. Uh but the reset of it is so immediate. That it's just an incredibly fun, rewarding experience. Uh, the levels are split into small enough categories that it's rewarding. But the whole idea of Celeste, you play as a young woman named Madeline who is dealing with depression and anxiety. Yeah. And she's kind of a little bit of a quarter-life crisis in her life. She's climbing a mountain. She sets off to climb Celeste Mountain The last herself. thing you should do if you have anxiety and depression... Because what you're going to do is go like, man, I'm really sad. How much farther up this mountain? Yeah. I can't do man, this. This, this is metaphor bad. is appropriate. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe that's why they picked it. Oh, no. Uh, but it is, it's a very, very difficult platformer. But it is one of the only difficult platformers that I can think of in recent memory that has such a strong uh, character point of view and such a strong story arc. Yeah. Which is, I think, why I love this thing. Uh, do when was the first time you played Celeste? With you. With me. It wasn't I handed me. Jesse the controller, and I watched him beat the whole game. He yeah. did th- I did this with Limbo, too. Guys, if it's a side-scroller, I'm <laughs> handing Jesse the controller. <laughs> it's just one of these things where I'm like, I, you just if there's a story... If I'm just playing it, mm-hmm. if I'm just playing it just to play a game, then I don't care. But if like, there's story involved, and I need to keep continuing just to find out what happened, <laughs> I'm like, Jesse, take the controller from me, please. Take the wheel. 
This uh, I want to read Zip book. Zip book. <laughs> I want to read. I want to know the story. I yeah, want to yeah. get to it. What was so? Uh, what was your first impression seeing it? Um, it makes me anxious. Does it? Doesn't it? That's funny. Well, because this is one of those things where There's spikes everywhere. There are spikes everywhere. You can you fly, you jump, fly th- a little bit. Like you, you have a die, dash, and you ex- you expect to die. Yes, over and over and over. Uh, again. And to me, that was kind of the freeing thing of this game. Is normally when I die in a game, I find that stressful. But when they reset you immediately back, I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, because the game is split up. Basically, every single screen of every single level, save for the boss fight is a small snippet puzzle that you have to solve yeah. just one screen at a time. And once you're past that one screen, you're good. Like, we think of it as a side-scroller, but it almost never is. It is a single... It's an up-scroller. It, it's, it's an up-and-down-scroller. It's an up- <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, well, it's just one page, right? Right. If you were to think of a side-scroller, the camera follows you. And this... The camera has a fixed, like, okay, this is what the screen's going to look like for most of it. You have to f- solve this little puzzle area, and then once you're to the next screen, you never have to go back to that area you were in before. Right. And so everything is stressful, and you die often, but it's so compartmentalized that it feels less stressful to me, because it's just like, the the reward for continuing on is minor, and I like it, and the punishment is almost non-existent. Right. So I don't feel like I'm being set back. The music in time. makes me anxious. The music and makes the you anxious. Spikes and the spikes, <laughs> and that she's anxious, and that everyone's anxious, and no one's told me why she's going up this mountain. Yeah. It's not explained. I mean, she's just looking for a change in her life. Go to the beach. <laughs> What are you climbing a mountain? Well, climbing a mountain with spikes in it and shit like that. She doesn't know there are spikes in the mountain. And she there's, just there's an influencer on the mountain with there's you. There's a social influencer named Theo on the mountain. So okay, so let's 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 jump into this story. Madeline is going through some shit. She has a lot of self doubt. She has a lot of anxiety, and she's climbing this mountain. Get in line, lady. Get in line. <laughs> she's climbing this mountain, and she stumbles across this mirror. And some shit goes sideways, and all of a sudden she sees basically a bizarro world version of herself in the mirror. Yeah. And then that bizarro world version of herself escapes and chases her. And and I will say, a little bit hotter. A little <laughs> bit. <laughs> you know what that is? What? She's confident. Yes. Bizarro world Madeline is I'm way more confident. into it. It's so She's trying to kill Madeline. Does but she need bangs? Does she not need bangs? Who gives a who shit? Gives a she's fuck. confident. She's like, I just rolled out of bed with this haircut. <laughs> I don't fucking care what anybody says. I'll kill my good self. And we're here like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. into this. I'm in. Uh, but you constantly have conversations and try to outrun yourself. And it's basically Madeline's character talking to herself, saying like, you're worthless you're incapable of doing this. You're incapable of doing anything. So it's just Madeline's insecurities and depression personified. Yeah. Which is not something that I see very often no. in storytelling. Just like a character who is literally, I am your mental illness. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the game, you encounter different people who are struggling with different mental illnesses. Uh there is uh, Mr. Oshiri, I believe, is the hotel owner. The ghost? Yeah, he is a ghost. He's dead. He's, he's worried about stuff. Yeah, he has anxiety he's and dead. he's dead. Guys, got nothing to worry about anymore. If you think Silent Hill is a scary game, it is. It's, it's fine. It is. it is fine. No, it's a very scary game. If you think Amnesia, Dark Descent, horrifying, is very a scary. scary. Game, that's also scary. Imagine finding out that when you die, 
you still have anxiety. I don't know why. I don't got bills to pay. I ain't got no dick. I don't like. I ain't got, I got no. Got I, no I got dick. like. What do I got to worry about? What I got to. What do I got to worry about? I don't know. But I love that we just found out that in the hierarchy of things Keith is concerned about, it goes bills and then dick. What is? But like the bottom, the top of me is normal, and yep. then the bottom of me is a ghost. Yep. So explain <laughs> to me what's going on with my organs is all I'm saying. I don't think you have them. Okay, well, I'm not anxious about a hotel. At there that you point, go. Is all I'm saying. But then there's Theo, the social influencer, who's really just like trying to portray a life that he doesn't have because he's insecure about what he has. Yeah. Everything is building this idea that like you have to just accept yourself in your entirety and like you don't have control over some situations and that's okay and you just kind of have to be nicer to yourself and there's some old woman at the beginning who just kind of like i love it just kind of talk shit to you a little bit i love i love any any character in any media that's an old woman who's like i don't give a fuck she's like you climb that mountain yeah you have any experience no you're not gonna make it and then she laughs at you. <laughs> the the first thing that she says is, is you run up to her and Madeline's like, hey, your driveway is pretty hazardous. I almost died. And she's like, you almost died in my driveway and you're going to try to climb this mountain? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she just mocks you to your face. And I'm like, that's hilarious for an old single woman who lives at the bottom <laughs> of a mountain. <laughs> if we're going to be mean to each other, let's be mean to let's each really other. Let's really go let's in Let's go at it. it. I only have anxiety and depression. Thank yeah. you. But... Throughout the course of this, it becomes about Madeline or Madeline trying to connect with her anxiety. Is it Madeline or Madeline? I don't know because it's never said. The game doesn't have any any speech. It has the kind of uh, yeah, exactly, which I kind of love. Yeah, I don't know why. Makes you realize that you don't need voiceover. You don't if a game is artistically sound and the story is good. Because the whole time you're watching the interactions, the the sprites they animate for the people's faces and just like watching them move around the screen, everything's so bright and vibrant. It it feels so much like art, like visual art the entire time you're playing it, that to have the voiceover be these kind of Charlie Brown trombone sound effects, I'm yeah. like, I'm okay with this. I can read the text. I'm happy with all of it. Just once I'd love the Charlie Brown parents to be like... <laughs> I, I want to see an episode of Charlie Brown where the parents play the trombone and as soon as they start playing she's like hello Charles how are you doing today <laughs> come over here children <laughs> uh, no but this game I remember being very important to you yeah you wanted to show me very much yeah I know that you love this game this game was awesome music's great it's uh the end of the game it, it finishes, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't played it, highly recommend it. If you beat the game, you beat the game. If you beat the game, you beat it. Boom, spoiled <laughs> it. All alert. right, this has been you New Player is Joined. Uh, but it's you, and instead of like, the, the last portion of the game stops being about your self-doubt chasing you, and it stops being about your self-doubt tormenting you, and it becomes about you comforting your self-doubt. Yeah. And you talking to your doubt and saying like, hey, we can do this. This is within our means. And your self-doubt saying like, I'm really scared. And saying, I'm afraid that if you accomplish this goal, I'll leave you. Or that you'll leave me and then it's like, I'll, I'll cease to exist. And it's an interesting way of looking at it because it's the main character saying, I don't, I don't get rid of my anxiety and depression. Yeah. I learn to live with and cope with and coexist with my anxiety and depression in a healthy way. Disagree, but you yeah? continue on. <laughs> Do you disagree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess to me, I take it as part of me is going away, and I don't want a part of me to go away. Yeah. 
but it also shouldn't be like, hey, let's have my anxiety have a say in this. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, let's have my depression weigh in on this issue or whatever the fuck. I'm like, hey, you can exist, but also, like, you don't get a say in my life. I- I think to me what struck me about it, because this is this is how I felt about anxiety and depression for a long time, is that you don't like one day wake up and it's like a colder, like it's no longer in me. It's yeah. my body it's has fought there. it off. It's there and it's dangerous to assume that it's gone. And it's dangerous to be like, I've grown past that. And it's healthier, I think, to be like, no, this is a thing that I am susceptible to and it exists in me and I have to accept that before I can move past and deal with these feelings that I'm experiencing. Yeah, I just take from the game, essentially, just, like, there's this part of you that you have to, like, learn to deal with. There's also this part of you that I'm, like, I don't necessarily think you need to keep talking to it. Yeah, Or, That's like, fair. acknowledging Yeah, it's definitely fair. It. Yeah. Like, should I check on my anxiety about, is this plane going to crash? Because guess what? <laughs> it thinks it's going to crash. That's what my anxiety and that's what it thinks. That's what my depression is going to think. That's why they're called anxieties and depression. Would it freak you out more if the anxiety was like, nah, I think we're good? You'd be yeah. like, what the N- fuck? No, I'd be, I'd be like, thank God, give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If, like the left wing of my plane was torn off and my brain was like, yeah, you good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm into this. You're like, <laughs> like, sure. Why not? I just spent 30 years being anxious as shit for everything. I will take yeah. whatever my brain my, gives me. In my 31st year, I've suddenly learned radical acceptance. <laughs> Here we go. Is Let's it, appreciate Is it going to crash? Then it's going to crash. Then it's, then there's nothing I can do about it. I can't do it. anything about Boom, it. Boom, baby. I'm going to order a wine. hotter, confident Keith shows up and goes, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that everybody's insecurity is just hotter just than confident. that. She's gonna be super mean just, to me. It's so funny. She's like, "What's the most? What's the thing you're most confident in? The fact that I should be free." <laughs> Talking about anxiety. Oh God! Talking Are about we jumping anxiety. Right in talking about anxiety. <laughs> Keith, this I get. Okay, he's going in. He's oh, is called. Oh, Keith has a game for me. More anxiety. <laughs> Where I give you two options of anxiety, and sure. you tell me which one you want. Okay. We've already done the roller coaster and sure. the airplane. Sure. And you chose the roller coaster. Sure. Scariest roller coaster of all time over being on a plane. It's just one hours. minute long. It's just one, one minute and long. One and a half minutes long. Okay. So, uh-huh. first one. Sure, great. Being stuck on a subway in New York City with broken AC. Okay. I'm talking hours. Wow. I'm talking like you know the bald guys are going to fight each other. Yes. That sort of thing. <laughs> um, versus sleeping way past your alarm for your dream job. I'm talking hours. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, I'm fired. I'm never, or I'm like going to be this guy for the rest of my life. Okay. Job. Before I even answer this question, 
I think it's important that you know. That you have the same game as me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I definitely wrote the same game for you. Well, perfect. You let me know if we do the same exact questions. Uh, I will let you, I will tell you right now that we have already come close on the first <laughs> question. In fact... All right, let's do it. You want to do doubles? Are we doing doubles? Okay, I'm going to answer yours. Okay. You answer mine. Mine, yeah. by the way, was titled, More Anxiety or Most Anxiety? <laughs> uh, okay. I will say I would rather just be on this because the subway's not my fault. No. And for me, <laughs> it's personal. And for me, if the subway thing, I, if I have control, if, if, if I failed, then I can't stop beating myself up for the <laughs> longest time. For the longest time, I will just kick myself in the nuts <laughs> every day, being like, I'm a failure. I'm a fraud. Because your alarm didn't go yeah, off. Yeah, because I'm a fucking piece of Because I should have set my alarm. I should have said, You did. It just didn't go off. That's, ne that's never how it works. <laughs> it's not a thing. If you've ever been like, My alarm didn't go off, what you're saying like, is, you're, I forgot to liar, set my yeah. alarm. I was an idiot about it. I'm sorry, but that's what happens. <laughs> every alarm has always gone off, ever. So I don't want the blame. So I take, <laughs> I take the the two bald guys fight, fighting, and I get a black eye because one of them elbowed me. <laughs> bald rage, Keith. Yeah, the subway stops underground when you need to shit. Yeah, or you get stuck in an elevator with a man who immediately starts hyperventilating. Hyperventilating. Interesting. Tell me why. Because it doesn't affect me. No, if he's hyper, if a dude's hyperventilating. Oh, I, with the picture I'm trying to paint for you here is the guy's here, kicking and screaming and like I need to get the fuck out of he here. I need to get the fuck out of here. Immediately starts hyperventilating, which means he's got about a sixty second countdown before shit gets really awful. And I will counter with, don't want to shit my pants on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> What if I told you there was a tree nearby? On the subway? That you could shit on and then throw your underwear away in the nearby bathroom. I would take it every okay. single time. Okay. I would take it every single time. But also, if I was on the subway and I had to shit myself, I had to really shit myself, mm -hmm. I would take my chances into, like, I'm walking to a, a stop. I'm opening the door. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, I mean, I've done You know that. what I mean? I've done that plenty of times. Where it's just but, like, what's the point? But if the subway stops yeah. underground and yes. you need to shit... Yeah, I'd get out and walk to the closest. On the tracks? Yeah, because it means no trains are coming. The train's broken. How would you get off? You just open the doors in one of the middle, on one of the carts. Oh, that's and true. And just hop over. Fuck. At that point. Wow, like, yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like, I know some gets, if it's getting stuck for 20 minutes or whatever, I'm waiting. But if it's one of those, like, we're going to be here for eight hours, and it's like, fuck no. Like, I'm getting off this goddamn thing, and I'm yeah. going to the closest thing. No one's going to arrest me. That's what I found out very quickly in New York, is if you just walk with confidence, no one's going to arrest no you. No one's for ever going to arrest you. No one's going to bother you. No, no one's you. ever going to arrest no, you. I just, you do as, whatever you want. As a straight white man <laughs> in New York. Well, I told you there was a point where I was going to the gym to see you, and there was a fire in Midtown or whatever, yeah. and the cops were blocking it off. And you just walked in. I walked in. straight through, and the guy was like, yo, where are you going? I was like, to the gym. He's like, all right, man, do you. <laughs> like, I was just like... He's just like, yeah, that guy got places to go. I love it. Uh, next one. Okay. Jesse. Okay. Let's hear it. Again. Which anxiety? Go for it. Finding out, finding out your child of 10 years isn't yours. Ooh. Finding out your parent isn't yours. Oh, child. 
is worse. Because you're just kind of like, you're my parent. Fuck yeah, it. listen, if you raise me, you're my parents. If, yeah. if my mom and dad were like, we're not your biological parents, I'd be like, well, then fuck my biological yeah, parents. Fuck them for you not guys being the, did yeah, great. You, you're my parents. But if I find out, my, if I if I sink 10 years into some shit that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, you're my child, I'm no. your parent. You're like, man, fuck this. No, because 10 years in, that kid's dad or mom is going to show up and be like, Here, I want my kid back. I'm be like, so it's just a sunk cost? <laughs> I just don't get anything out of it. Yeah, no, I don't want. I'll, I, I want to be adopted. I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally. Un, I don't want to against my will adopt. Okay. I want to adopt with the choice. Got it. But like, I don't want to have to adopt. It's just like then the kid's gonna get taken away from you in some legal battle. Oh. battle. Exactly. That's anxiety okay. to me. You're losing a kid. All right, you pull up to a toll booth with no coins and realize you can't find your wallet. There's a long line of cars already behind you. I've done this. Or your tire blows out on the highway. Um, there's a ton of people behind me. Yeah. Because guess what happens? What? They let you through. Really? Yep. What are they going to do? That's so funny. I remember doing that one time in Chicago because there's a fucking toll to go to, out to the hockey base. Yeah. I had to take a toll every single time. It was like my first time driving. And I'd throw some money or give them like a dollar or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And I didn't park my car and I went through and hit the wooden thing oh to stop God. us and broke that off, <laughs> ran to my car, <laughs> put it in park, ran over to her again with a huge line. I was like, I don't have any quarters or anything. She was like, just fucking leave. Yes. Like she was just yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> to just yell just so fucking I'd rather leave. just deal with that than a fucking blown out tire on the wow. highway that I have to come back to. Wow. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> just fucking go. <laughs> like she's I mean, yelling at a dog she's trying to set can free. You guys sell, can you guys tell my interactions with authority and how yeah. I am? I'm just kind of like, I'm doing this. They're like, fine, fuck off. Like, that's Wow, Keith. If you were a minority, you'd be dead yes, by now. Yes, absolutely. You'd be dead absolutely. by now. Everything in my life, I should be dead. If we're being honest, <laughs> I used to ride my bike into reservoirs, just go off jumps. They were like 10 feet tall and stuff like that when I was like eight. Like, I shouldn't be alive, That's guys. so funny. should not be alive. Um, All right. Let's get number three. I'm loving how this next, is shaking out so far. One. Being buried alive. Mm-hmm. Burying somebody you know alive. Oh, wow. Like finding out after, like they were alive and I buried them alive. Oh, so finding out you accidentally murdered somebody you care deeply for. Or you waking up to, I'm being buried alive. So here's the thing <laughs> we're talking about the same amount of pain over a different span of time. Because <laughs> buried alive, it'll take me about 30 seconds to have a heart attack and die. Yeah. Or Bury- oxygen, yeah. Or anything like that. Burying somebody else alive, it will uh, eat me from the inside out over this course of my entire <laughs> life, and I will never forgive myself. And I will probably die in my forties, <laughs> just from the level of like I will have the same heart attack, but right. it will take fifteen years for it to hit. <laughs> I don't need those 15 years. Nope. <laughs> Bury me alive. I get that. <laughs> uh, that's how I know how messed up the world was. That they're like, why are there bells uh, yes. for the for the graveyard? The graveyards. I was like, oh, in case we buried them alive and they were really weren't dead. Isn't that the craziest thing in the world? It's like the most 1800s thing I can think of. Uh, okay, number three. Yep. You're relaxing at home when your boss texts you, "Where are you?" Or your girlfriend sends you a sext, but it begins with. 
and then oh <laughs> i'm late for work because <laughs> i i'm charming enough that i'd be like yeah i just forgot like my yeah. bad. Like I don't. You know what I mean. Like yeah. you you'll get, get mad at me. Thing. You can get away with it a couple times, like one or twice. If you're a good worker, yeah. which I know I'm confident in, then I'm like, if I fucked up, you'd be like, my bad. Like that sort of thing. That's so funny. But goddamn, my girlfriend sends me like a sex to clearly somebody else. I mean, there's something very funny to me about like, whoops, I sent the sex to the person I should have been sexting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I respond to that text. How would? I would I would just be like, go on and see how long it's okay to figure it out. Be like, tell me more. Tell me, Jesse, more about this. I think I would just block her number immediately. I wouldn't even let her explain. And just see how long it takes. Just block her and see what she does, how desperate she does what oh she my does God. to like get in contact. Could you imagine with that shit? That, that would, would hurt awful. so bad. Okay. Getting to a car accident with your in-laws in the car. Okay. So they're never going to let it down for the rest right. of your life. Right, right, right. You or maybe you hurt one of them. Or being stuck on a chairlift for like three hours. Ever been on a chairlift? I've been stuck on a chairlift. Uh, when I was, the, the first time I went skiing with my family, because I'm afraid of heights, and I don't like going down hills at high speeds, because <laughs> why the fuck would I? Uh, I remember being on a chairlift with my brother Chris and my mom, and it was freezing cold. It was yeah. like zero degrees because it was Maine in February, and you can say Maine in general. I just yeah, would, it was yeah, Maine. It was Maine. Yeah. Well, no, it was Maine in the '90s as opposed to Maine in the future, where where it would be a tropical paradise. <laughs> but uh, I just remember like shivering and couldn't feel my toes. My mom was like, "It could be worse. This chairlift could just stop," and then it just stopped. It could be worse. I could just stab you yeah, with my <laughs> And she was like, well, it could still be worse. And then a snowmaker turned on. It was just blasting us with snow. Aww. And we were just stuck there and in the like, path of the snow. And you were like, please don't talk. Yeah. Don't say any more words. Well, it could be worse. You could be adopted, and we never told you. <laughs> it's like, as long as I don't have to adopt a kid by accident and lose him later, I'll be happy with this. Uh, all right. Accident with the in-laws or... Fuck my in-laws. I don't care about that. <laughs> I've never... I know, but this is going to be the thing they talk about all the time. Like, I don't know if we can car Yeah, but Jesse. I'm not He's hanging gonna... out with them. <laughs> when was... What person have you dated whose family you've been like, yeah, all no, right. No, I don't care about liking them. I don't want to hear about car accidents the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, neither do I, person. so I don't visit these people. <laughs> every, every time the person I'm with is like, we got to see my parents. I'm like, sounds like you do got to see your parents. <laughs> I'll be over here with my parents. Who you don't have to just love because we don't. It's not forced. Yeah, I don't have to like your friends, and I don't have to like your family. Can we admit that? Can we admit that it's nice if you do, but we don't have to? I'm going with the in-laws. Fuck them. Do it. All right, you break your ankle. Yeah, and it's gonna take a long time to heal. Okay. Or one of your teeth, one of your adult teeth, is just loose. Okay, so things that have happened to me. I've lost three teeth. Have you? Yeah, I've broken a wrist. Wait, when did you lose teeth? Is it from hockey? Mm-hmm. Just from getting hit? Uh, one's from a stick. The other one was from... I got hit. Damn. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, yeah, I'll take teeth. Okay. It's I'll, not that bad, huh? I mean, you break your wrist. You break your ankle. Yeah. It's just like... 
they can put a cap in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, true. it's dentist work nowadays is like phenomenal. Yeah. Like, how many hockey players I've seen who've lost all of their teeth and they now have like the nicest smile in the world? And they're like, I'm going to eat this corn on the cob. <laughs> wow, Ovechkin, you get yours. Pretty much. Um, yeah, Fair. I would say teeth. Fair. I would say teeth. All right. You've you never broken anything teeth. like that, right? I broke my wrist. Doing what? Uh, <laughs> rollerblading. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Quit laughing at me. You're doing that quiet laugh you do when it's really funny. And you're going to bring it up later. Well, I love it because it's like you broke your wrist rollerblading. Mm-hmm. I broke my wrist being hit and destroyed <laughs> by people while also doing harder rollerblading. Yeah, I fell down. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, spiders in your mouth. Yep, that's the one. Spiders all over your dog. Like they're attacked. They're going. I'll get a new dog. <laughs> I. <laughs> The dog's not me. (laughs) Guys, guys, fuck my in laws. Fuck my dog. Whoever I'm seeing. As long as it's not me. Fuck my dog. I don't care. Unless I buried somebody alive, I will be the one. I don't, yeah. If it's a person, I don't want to be responsible for it, but I'm not those spiders. (laughs) So I'm not responsible for it. Also, that dog's smart. It can can jump in a pool and jump. You can shake it off. You can can shake off those spiders, jump in a pool or something. I don't, I'm not, that dog's dead to me. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. You're getting a physical when your doctor whispers to himself, hmm, that's odd. Or halfway through your meal, you realize your chicken is noticeably undercooked. Doctor. That's more anxiety or that's the one you want? Oh, yeah, doctor's more anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I guess eating the chicken. Because the chicken is like, boy, I'm going to really be sick. Yeah. And the doctor is like, boy, I'm really going to die. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to be a different kind of sick. I'll take the... I'm gonna. I should just go force vomit yeah. right now. Yeah. Instead of, uh, you're gonna need to go to chemo or some Every, shit like that. Here's here's a terrible thing about me. Every time I get food poisoning, a little bit as I'm throwing up in the back of my head is I'm gonna look so good in a few days. <laughs> you people with body dysmorphia, yep. uh, get checked out. Yep. Uh, make sure you're getting <laughs> mental health worked out and everything like that, please. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Right? Uh, next question. Wait, did you give me one? Am I telling? You? I just gave you one. And I said the chicken one. You said the chicken one. Having a stroke and not being able to communicate it. Oh. First, communicate and you're having a stroke, but nobody wants to help you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like everyone no. thinks you got a bit going on or oh, something. Oh, no. I once passed out and people thought I was doing a bit. <laughs> uh, it's time to tell the story of the time where I almost died in front of Keith. No, oh, God. I This is... Continue. Okay. Because I have an amazing joke for this. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Keith was over at my house one night, and I was going to smoke to fall asleep, as I sometimes do. Let's get out there. I smoke weed. It's my thing. I don't drink. I don't do very yeah. much stuff. I smoke weed. And that's, that's a lot of what I do to fall asleep at night, because I have bad insomnia. And so Keith was like, why don't you just hit my vape? Because I have a vape, and it's easier than busting out your, your, your little one-hitter And I thing. made the mistake of being like, nah, keep puffing. Keep yeah, going. I was, I, was, I was like, what's a big pull on this? Like, what's a, what's I was the like, pull go until sh- the light tells you to stop. Yeah, so I am a fool. <laughs> I'm a fool for being like, do this. I think, all right, sorry. So I pull until the light goes. I'm like, this is a long pull. It's, yeah. Yeah, and then I inhale, and I start coughing. And I'm like, this is a lot of coughing. And I'm like, I should get some water to calm my throat so that I'll stop coughing, which is a thing that uh, that happens to me sometimes. So I stand up, 
and I take about two steps to get some water. He stood up to way too fast. And then I woke up on the floor <laughs> with Keith cradling my head <laughs> and Kristen on the phone with 911. <laughs> and I shot up and I was like, don't, I was like, hang up the phone. That was the first thing I said. I was like, don't call an ambulance. Hang up the phone. Because even in my stupor, I knew I could not afford uh, an ambulance. And I just want to be honest with you. When you were out, mm -hmm. Kristen was running around. She was screaming. She didn't know what to do. It was a very scary moment. Yep. I was holding you the whole time, being like, Jesse, wake up. I'm here. Jesse, wake up. I was convulsing and turning blue, I was but told. All I was thinking. Right. This moment. Right. My best friend uh -huh. on the ground, dying. Right. Don't ruin marijuana for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's be, all I was. I was just I'd like, used, if you die yep. from marijuana, then like the word we can't have nice things, yeah, Jesse. Then all of a sudden, Ted Cruz is gonna go <laughs> go on the, like, the Senate yet, floor and, and like, just won't wake shut up about your it. ass up. Yeah. Vape is not killing you. Yeah. Uh, it was also very funny because you guys were like, you were almost dead, you weren't breathing, everything. I was like, I'm fine, and uh, and and Kristen was like, how do you feel? I was like, well, it's difficult to say because. When I passed out, I was very much sober, but now I am quite high. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember you waking up and I'm like, how do you feel? And you're like, hi. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> bet. Uh, what was the question? I'll uh, take the weed. <laughs> having a stroke and not being able to communicate it. Communicating, you have a stroke, but nobody will believe you. I want a, at least not being able to communicate it because the anxiety of, of not only being like I'm dying, but then realizing nobody's ever liked me is way, <laughs> way sadder. Okay. Uh, you have no idea where you left your wallet or you know exactly where you left your wallet and it's at your ex's apartment. I have no idea where my wallet is. Yeah, I think that one's scarier too. I would call her up. Yeah. Like, yeah, we ain't doing good, but I need my license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Fighting in the Revolutionary War Oof. when you're lining up yeah. and like you're in the, the musket, just, just like accepting your fate of yep. like, I'll take my turn getting shot, yep. that sort of thing. Or World War One. Where there are dead bodies all around you. I'll that take the Revolutionary War. Real okay. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because there's nothing to stop me from ducking. Right. Like we, when I was in college, we wrote a sketch in my sketch group that was just the first guy who figured out ducking during the Revolutionary <laughs> yeah. War, and everybody was like, this changes things. And well, that was happening with America. Militia, like, hid behind trees and stuff, and the British yeah. were like, this is unfair! And we were like, great, get out of here. <laughs> Go home and complain. All right. Number seven, your bank calls, and it's not a robocall. Ooh. Or somebody knocks on your door demanding to see, quote, the guy Lauren's been fucking on the side. The guy who? Lauren has been fucking on the side. Who's Lauren? Whoever this guy thinks you've been fucking, his girlfriend. Oh, bring him in. Ah! <laughs> have you been fucking her? I mean, if I have, let's talk it out. Interesting. Because if, if I have been, and I don't know about you, my bad. Like, yeah. I don't know about you. You're like, that's fine. We both got screwed over by yeah. this person or whatever. I'm so sorry this is going on. If I knew you, she had a girl, like, I think I'd just be that guy. And nice. be like, I'm sorry, man. That's awful for what you're going through right now. That must feel terrible. Okay. Okay. Keith handles social anxiety much better <laughs> than he handles health. Well, if there's an actual reason, if I didn't actually do anything bad, right? what the fuck do I have to worry about? We, okay, so what we're saying That's is- That's anxiety too, right? When we fuck up in our own lives, we are so much more anxious than when people fuck up around us and it affects <laughs> us. 
this this makes sense. This makes sense. This is why we have anxiety. Okay. Uh, playing Celeste. Yep. Or navigating through an awful club for like you have to hang out at this fucking bottle service club. For I don't like find four Celeste anxiety filled at all. I find it very soothing, very relaxing. Even there, like there are the moments music it picks up and all this sort of stuff. During the boss fights, my adrenaline gets going definitely, ah. but I don't feel anxious. I feel like I just I just got to do this. Got it. Uh, so I'm definitely I mean, fuck clubs. <laughs> like, even even if Celeste wasn't in this question, fuck clubs. They're so bad. They're the worst thing in the world. I hate them. Uh, and your last one, you oh, turn wow. you turn 26 and realize you're not you're no longer on health insurance, or you turn 33. 26. <laughs> yeah, that's more anxious. Or you'd rather 26 is like, oh man, I'm like fucked. Yeah, 33 is like. I hope you got it somewhat figured out by yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, no, twenty six is a bad way to 26 be. Twenty six is this like I still right don't have great health insurance. I'm or Jesse, at all. I have a couple more for you. Do them. Uh, being lost in Mississippi. Yep. Or being lost in Southie. Oh, dude, I can fake my way through Southie. <laughs> You'll bring Any the day. accent out. Any day. <laughs> I, was like, I just came from Dorchester. What's everybody doing out here in the Fucking yard? socks. And everyone's fucking like, socks. yeah. They said Kyrie fucking Irvin. You know and what I mean? And then you get in the car and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> as long as they don't look at my wrist, I'm fine. Do you know that? What's the wrist thing? The Southie dot. What's the Southie dot? You get a green dot on your wrist if you were born and raised in Southie. It's a tattoo. Everyone knows to get that tattoo? Nah, I mean, it's a, it's a thing in Boston. You get a Southie dot. Interesting. Yeah. Um, going on a first date. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Coming immediately? Immediately. Yeah. Crying immediately. Oh. <laughs> you know, women like a sensitive guy. <laughs> uh, I, I would rather that my brain, uh, put out... <laughs> not <my> <laughs> <body>. <laughs> This has been more anxiety or... Boring. This has also been most yeah, more most anxiety <laughs> on my end too. This yeah, I don't uh I I love that Celeste is about anxiety. It doesn't make me experience anxiety when I play it, which is surprising because I normally get anxiety playing games where there's a high risk of death. Did you get all the tapes, the cassettes? I got a few of them. I didn't get all of them. There's so much about this game. Strawberries. Just, the strawberries I didn't bother with. They're so they're so hard to get. I got a few of them and I was like I don't particularly care. Because there's strawberries on each little level, and yeah. the strawberries, like, the technically, like, you went all the way to yes. find a way to get out of this. Yeah, because at the end of the game, you make a strawberry pie for you and all your friends, and it, it's based on how many you got. And when I made it, they're like, this is basically just a crust. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about any of you. <laughs> yeah, there were so many hidden things in this game. Did you, um, did, we, we played it, and you saw the, the hidden version of Celeste, yeah. right? There's a, there's a point in the game in the hotel, which is an amazing amazing level where uh where you find if you if you look for it you find a computer that has a beta version of celeste itself so you're playing celeste within the game celeste and the mechanics are still fun and enjoyable and it's still challenging it's like i i want to play all of this yeah and i got stuck playing that version of celeste inside celeste for like 15 minutes before it's like oh i gotta go play back the actual <laughs> game there's so many hidden things. Uh, the cassettes are difficult. The extra levels, like the hearts that you get, are difficult. It's all, like, there's a bunch of rhythm-based stuff. It's all very fun and difficult to time, but it is extremely rewarding when you beat one of those levels. If you like side-scrollers, you haven't played Celeste, what are you doing? Yeah. The, as a the game's great. It's platforming gold. And 
We haven't delved into it, and I think it's time we do. We gotta talk about the music in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Play it now. Yeah, okay. So, go ahead and just listen to this track for a few seconds here. So, this is from the hotel that we've been talking about. Yeah. And the whole idea of this level is that the, the hotel is a mess. It's cluttered everywhere. And you have to put away and fix the place up. You have to put away a bunch of things. And as you start to put things away, the music begins to layer and layer and layer until it builds to a much bigger sound by the end of it. Uh, and it's like a reward. It's how you know you've done something well. Yeah. And it also starts, starts to serve as, uh, as kind of an example of the anxiety that the character is feeling. The, the composer of all of this music, I forget, I forget her name, uh, if you could look it up, because she's amazing. She basically went through and she wanted to make the, the soundtrack for this game reflect what it feels like to have anxiety in different connotations and in different atmospheres. And Lena so Rain. Lena Rain. Okay. She crushes it with the music in this game. Absolutely crushes it. For example, there's the scene where you're on the gondola, and it just stops. And all of a sudden, it's like, we could die up here. And there's this trick that Madeline uses, imagining a feather and having to breathe to keep the feather afloat so that she doesn't start panicking and hyperventilating. And it's worked for your character in the past, but it starts to get crowded out by all of her anxiety. Yeah. And what, uh, what she does as a composer, she brings in Madeline's theme, which is uh, the theme that plays at the beginning, that kind of light motif that we play at the beginning of this episode. And she starts to drown it out with sound until almost none of it remains. And the idea is that Madeline is losing her own self to her anxiety. Like, she is losing track of herself in her own fear. And there are little things like this that get, uh, that get strewn throughout. There are, there are levels where you get rewarded with music to show the anxiety levels changing, and there are levels where to create more anxiety, no matter what you do, the music will not change. In fact, it gets more dissonant or more kind of arrhythmic or just harder to listen to. Or the closer to. you get to the top of the mountain, it speeds up and things like that. It speeds up and it starts to gain momentum until you get to the top of the mountain where it, it stops yeah. and you're finally at peace. So the whole idea of this wasn't just to create a beautiful soundtrack, which she has through and through in this game, but it was to create another way to experience and to understand the anxiety of the characters involved in this game, which I think is, you know, the art makes the game feel alive. The gameplay is smooth and amazing and just, I would say, almost perfect and that makes the game a smash hit. But to add the music on top of that, with the story, with everything else, it takes this game to a level that I don't see a lot of games get to, much no, less indie games. Yeah. This is, this is I think, one of the best games of the last five years, and it's an indie title. And it's deserving of a playthrough by everybody, not just who loves gaming, but who's interested in mental health, who's interested in uh, in music production and composition, interested in art. It's just an all-around success for and me. And it's on, I think, like every platform. Yeah, it, and if it's not, it should it be. It should be now. on every platform. It's an amazing, amazing piece of art. Go out and buy Celeste. When when I finish this game, the, the thing that happens toward, like, when you climb the mountain is that there's just a still-frame shot of Madeline just sitting at the edge of the mountain looking out and admiring the view. And I just stopped there and just stared at, like, 
every once in a while a game has a moment that makes you just stop and experience it longer than you need to there's one in bastion which you'll see at some point it's the giraffes in the last of us where you just put down the controller and you just kind of bask and oh my god i can't believe how nice this is and that still frame shot is so simple but it's exactly what it is at the end of celeste just i stood there and i just watched it and i loved it this game does that to you at a few places it's so worth your time it's one of my favorite games yeah, like, don't even play it. Just leave the controller. <laughs> <laughs> go okay. get Celeste. Go buy it. Go go enjoy one of the best games to come out in a long time. Keith, is it time for us to get into a Final Five? Is it Final Five time? Because, Jesse, I wrote down some Final Fives for you. Did you write down a Final Five? I wrote down a Final did Five. Did you write down five questions, or did Just, you write down six I wrote, again? like, 20 or something God like that. God damn, Keith. I always write more than you, which okay. doesn't make any sense. Um, right, well, if you're writing more than me, then start it up. Number five. <laughs> number one. Okay. Which one of your favorite games would you kill? Which one of your favorite games of all time that you're like, yeah, I could have just not had that? Oh. Would have been okay. I probably would have been the same person. Oh, my favorite game. Oh, that I would have been the same person? You think you just would have been the same. So to you, you're like, oh, I don't necessarily. Mm. Uh, fuck. Mega Man 2. Ooh. Ooh. I wouldn't be as good at platformers, but... You don't think it changes the way you It are. doesn't change the way I see the world. It's just like I, like, I already loved video games. This was just the one that I was like, this is my favorite platformer. That's what that did to me. Like, I still was playing Super Mario Brothers. I was still doing Zelda. I was still doing all that stuff. So I think I would get rid of Mega Man 2 if I had to kill one. Got it. All right, Got Keith, it. your yes. first question. What's the worst game you've ever replayed? Replayed. So meaning I used to like it? No, meaning like... You beat it, and then you're like, that's not a great game, but then you replayed it anyway. <laughs> like, what's the worst game you've ever been like, I'm going to replay this? Um, Tarzan on PlayStation? Tarzan? <laughs> no! I beat that. Really? My sister played the hell out of it. That's so funny. Jenna just gets these wild hairs up her ass about certain games, <laughs> and she's just like, I got to beat Tarzan. <laughs> and it was just like... Jenna, I love her to death. She loves Zelda. She's beating all the Zelda games. And it's just throughout the years. Like, she'll pick one game that she's like, this, this is, is it. This, this is the game. This That's is the, I have Tarzan. to beat this game. That's so fucking Disney funny. Disney Family, man. Yeah. So, oh. like, I remember beating it and was like, that was cool. And then I was just like, I guess I'll beat it again. That's so <laughs> like, cause funny. Because the flow state, but yeah. I'm not aware of it or whatever like That's that. so you interesting. You just collect bananas and puzzles and yeah. side scroller and that sort of thing. Interesting. Okay. Jesse. Okay, Keith has a question Jesse, too for me. Which age should it be acceptable to swear at your child? <laughs> uh, you should be at least 25 before you're swearing at your kid. See, <laughs> I disagree. Are you saying how old the kid should be? Yeah, you can just swear. But this it's only one year. Swear, wait, what? You only get one year to swear at your kid. You swear as much as you want. 16. And it's socially accept. 16. Oh, yeah. Because then they oh, know. I love it. Then they know what you're saying. <laughs> and you're like, hey, listen up, you little shit. <laughs> if, 
You're being a real every, fuckwad recently. Every <laughs> single parent when you're 16 should be able to sit you down and go, my whole fucking job is to take you from 10 to 21 without dying because you <laughs> kill yourself like some fucking loser. I, I spent so much time and money on you. I don't know how to explain to my kid, like, look, 14 through 21, we're not going to like each other. Yeah. We're just not going to. We're not going to get look, along. I'm anti-authority too, so let's figure this out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're not like, going to get it. The whole... Patton Oswalt has a great routine about how when he becomes a dad, he's like, I'm just going to be the lamest guy ever. He's like, no jacket required. It's going to yep. be the coolest <laughs> album I own. And when my kid is like, I fucking hate this music. You're such a square dad. I'm going to be like, yeah, your dad's a real piece of work. <laughs> and, just, and just be like, I'm raising a cool kid who hates authority. <laughs> I, I think, that. yeah, you, at 16, you should be able to curse out your kid <laughs> because that's the only way that you're going to get them to survive because fuck, kids try to like, Kids do so many stupid things they almost get themselves killed. You gotta be able to sit him down and be like, fuck you, you almost died. Sit just him then. down. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, look at me. Look, look at me. me. Fuck, fuck you. you. Alright, question two. What one line of dialogue from any video game has stuck with you the most? Um Buffs here. Star Wars Galaxies. What is it? Buffs here. Buffs here? It's in galaxies, you can just sit there and they sell it before you go out. Well, right? you can't go battle anything unless you have buffs. Okay, and you have to go buy them, and they're not in one place. You have to go search for a mm -hmm. doctor. So whenever yeah. I saw buffs, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Like, yeah, because I have to spend an hour looking for a doctor to yeah. buff me, basically. So that's why I like there's the whole economy to it. So whenever I see like buffs here, like 10k, I'm like, "Oh, thank God!" Like. 7K, 10K, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Jesse. Keith. Jesse. Coming immediately going. or crying immediately? No, don't do uh, that. <laughs> what's the creepiest word? Um, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Said just like that? Matthew. Matthew. Uh, and then a little snarl that's, after. That was what came to mind immediately. I don't know why. It, like the Thew at the end is like, just say Matt. <laughs> just say Matt Thew. <laughs> just adding. It's like, that's so creepy. <laughs> it doesn't work with any other name. Brian. No, that's fine. Samantha. No. Matt you it's just like it always goes down into a like i have snakes like, i don't want to know this guy that's that's not a word so much as a name but i'm a creepiest word ever um moist is always a good one. Oh, uh oh fuck something oh god there's a word that only 60 plus men used to describe teenage girls when they're absolute creeps. Skirts? Delectable. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, right? What? Right? What? Right? Ew! Yeah. Like, they're witches and they eat them? That's disgusting! It's just, like, like, creepy they old men. They are delectable. Creepy what? Or, yeah. Or like a, like a seven-year-old man being like, she looks so sensuous. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I, what's it called when you're a baby doctor? Uh, pediatrician? Pediatrician. Uh, I've cared. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Doogie Hauser. <laughs> I was I was thinking pediatrician, but I didn't want to screw. By the it up. way, 
Baby Doctor, great movie starring Alec Baldwin. I, it, the doctor was so good. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I want a baby doctor who only refers to baby legs as gams. That's very funny. <laughs> but everything else is normal. That's so gross. Your baby's gams were all twisted up. That's a horrible thing to hear no matter what. <laughs> could you quit referring to them as gams? <laughs> also, could you give us more than all twisted up? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Your baby's legs were all twisted up. Not better. <laughs> Number three. What soup is the best soup and why? Um, broccoli cheddar. Yes. Yeah. And Bro- a bread bowl. Yeah. Some tons of bread. Yeah. If I'm going for it. I'm going for Let's it. Let's do it. But isn't it technically is ramen a soup? No. I'm not, I'm, we're talking Americanized soups. I mean, I'm going just like in a can. What you got? Yeah. Broccoli cheddar. Boom. That's the right answer. Broccoli cheddar. Glad we got it. <laughs> Uh, Richard Branson or James Bond? They are not the same person in this universe. (laughs) Who? Okay, so I assume the question is which one would I... You can be James Bond. Nobody knows who you are, Mm -hmm. but you still are James Bond. Or you could be Richard Branson. Or you can be Richard Branson, who is just James Bond. I mean, he's not. He is. He doesn't, he doesn't, like... There's a new Bond girl with him every day. Yeah, but he's not a murderer. I mean, you probably yeah, no, is. Richard Brand- you can't be that cool you, not be a murderer. You can't be that rich and not have killed people. <laughs> That's true. Okay, let's say this at least. Uh-huh. Can we at least say this about Richard Branson? I don't think he's murdered anyone. Right. But I know he definitely knows other billionaires who have murdered people. I'd rather be James Bond. <laughs> I'd rather be James... Because you know what? You know what, Keith? Is that correct? Like, is that, is that a yeah. weird thing to say out loud? <laughs> if you're a billionaire... You've seen some shit. You've like, seen the craziest of crazy. The uh, the worst stuff the world has to offer. You know shit on every single political leader. Yeah. Every single one. I agree. All right, Keith. I know that Gwent is the best minigame. Yeah. But which is the worst mini uh, minigame from any video game you've experienced? Um, The Little Mermaid in Kingdom Hearts 2. Is this a minigame? Yeah, you have to like go there. There's like a side level part uh. where you have to go back to The Little Mermaid. And it's just kind of weird. It was and always out hard to control in the first one. Well, this was more of like a hokey kitty, like doesn't add up or make sense to the game sort of weird feel. It was really weird and disturbing. I just didn't like it. Um, yeah, fuck that. Bat, like just because I never play the the fighting game or the boxing game in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, remember that game or oh, the wow. basketball game in Final Fantasy VII? Like the arcade games in that game were just kind of like weird. Yeah, they were trash. They were really hard to do. The but the submarine one was fun. Like, well, because you were just replaying the that submarine thing. level, right? The actual games that you play in the real game, yeah, were good. But everything else, all those yeah, little those games. those were shit. I can't wait to see what they're like in this new one. I'm sure they're hopefully not there. <laughs> Jesse, yep. Final one. Okay, what's a better name for a crematorium? That's where people are uh, are turned to ashes, right? Yes. Um. Hmm. Cause crematorium sounds like a great ice cream shop. It does sound like an it amazing, sounds like an amazing ice cream it shop. It does. It and should give Ben and Jerry's a run for their money. Opposite of what a great ice cream shop looks like. Uh. I mean, they still probably sing if you tip them. Um. <laughs> uh. Set your loved ones ablaze depot. <laughs> is that is that good? 
Yeah, because I already know the commercial, and the guy holding the sign behind you is just a guy that like is a mouth breather. And yeah, just like doesn't know to look into the can. Not he's look just into looking the can. a little bit past it, and just like, <laughs> and he's they. And your mom's there and everything too. She's helping you. Like they, I just, they're definitely employ a sign spinner outside. <laughs> And it's just some thrash metal kid who's, like, doing tricks. We build a fire every day Mm -hmm. for your loved ones. (laughs) Set your loved ones ablaze. (laughs) All right, Keith, final question. Yeah. Give any video game character in history a piece of advice you think they need to hear. Um, Who needs it the most? Uh, Cloud in Kingdom Hearts is looking for something. I think it's Ares. Ares is what you're looking for? Yeah. Um, I've always thought that Waka was a deeply, deeply sad individual. But, like... the end of the day, Walk ends up with Lee. I'm just trying to figure out who like needs like to be talked to. Oren needs to be talked to in Final Fantasy X quite a bit. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because he's, he's got purpose. Yeah, he's like, I'm free now. I did what I was supposed to. I did this trip twice. I did the impossible twice yeah. as a dead person and as a ghost. Like I'm pretty fine. Like okay. you know what I mean? Yep. So who just has nothing at the end of it? It's Link. Yeah? I mean, isn't it? Yeah. He always ends up with nothing. He does. He always ends up, he either dies or be left alone or yeah. to go away forever. What does Link need to hear? Leave. Stop saving the day, yeah, right? Yeah, quit it. Yeah. This dude Fuck. comes back. They're going to bring you back. Yeah. Like, you get no thanks. You are a nameless warrior yeah. to everyone. You just don't get to have your life. You're just the key. That's it. Yeah. Fuck. So probably Link. Wow. Good Good pick. Thank you. Good pick. Thank you. This has been Final Five. All right. Jesse. Keith. What is there else is there to say about Celeste? It, it's a beautiful work of art. Beautiful. And art. it's, uh, I believe, a Canadian game, which makes me like it even more. Yeah. It's uh, an indie game, which makes me like it even more. It's, it, is, uh, it is what indie games are at their best. Somebody had an idea, and they went, I'm going to make this. Yeah. And no notes, please, because I know what my vision is, and EA wasn't there to ruin it. Right. And that's exactly the kind of thing that I love to see in a game. So I respect it through the roof. I think it's a phenomenal piece of work. Guys, how many times do I have to tell you this? Go get Celeste. Go get Celeste. Enjoy. It's a terrific game. All right, let's get out of here, All Keith. right, just a reminder of anxiety and depression. There are resources for you to get out there. So if you are thinking that you want to go talk to somebody, you're dealing with issues, they're there. Yeah, uh... If anybody's in the Los Angeles area, I will tell you that uh, I go and Keith goes to the Maple Counseling Center. It's a sliding which, scale. Yeah, which is a very good resource if you need somebody to talk to. We highly encourage it. Uh, a lot of cities, a lot of places have something like this. There should be something near closest to you that has a sliding scale because yeah. people need to train to become therapists and they're not going to charge you tons of money yeah. for it. Yeah, and you're still going to get great care. Still so great. My therapist please, is great. Just therapist is great. He's the best. So if you need help, seek it out. It is there for you. Uh, depression, anxiety affect so many people, and tons of mental illnesses affect tons of people. I just started taking meds. Get on those meds. Yep. Get on what is best. Do what you, do need, what to you need to do, do to be happy and healthy in your life. Don't carry around that anxiety. Love there yourself you go. and love everyone else. All right. All right, we did it. We did it. We talked. We're getting out of here, gang. We're not in the subway. We're not. I mean, thank God. Thank God. It just every, anytime I feel sad in life, I should just remind myself I'm not on the subway. <laughs> During the summer thank in New York City. Thank God. God. Fuck thank that God. noise. All right, Keith. Jesse. Celeste. We did it. This has been New Players Joined. Goodbye. Goodbye.
spiders all over your dog. Like they're attack. They're going. I'll get a new dog. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> no, the dog's not me. <laughs> Guys, 